Hello and welcome to Kill James Bond, a podcast where we use the word hauntology a lot. We will be using the word hauntology many times throughout this episode, but we will be refusing to explain it because this isn't fucking philosophy tube. I don't have to explain shit to you. If you want to know what hauntology means, go and read a fucking book. Uh, at, at Raleigh, if you want to know what hauntology oh, means. No, if, if, you want, if you want to know what hauntology means, simply ask Alex Keeley. Yeah, so right. I respectfully suggest that you change my assignment to Nassau. Is there any other reason besides your enthusiasm for water sports? And welcome back to another episode of Kill James Bond, the hauntological podcast about hauntology. Uh, mm. I am hauntological Alice, joining me, hauntological Devon, hauntological Abby, and <laughs> feeling weird introducing you formally, given that we like <laughs> do a podcast together all the time. It's Milo Edwards from Trash Future. Oh, good morning, everyone. It's not the only reason <laughs> it's weird to introduce Milo, is it? Yeah. Wait, was there another reason? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. you are our You're... first and to date only cis guest. Oh, oh what damn. the fuck? Shit. Oh, Shit. Welcome to the show, I didn't, cis I didn't, boy. I didn't know we were allowing I'm that. I'm the token cis guy. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. for, forced diversity. We finally, we've finally been forced to, to the allow woke, a cis person left on. have come down on you and forced you to have a cis guest. <laughs> nice gender right. loser. Did your mum pick it out for you? <laughs> what Milo doesn't know is that we That's have right. laced his coffee with Estradiol. So by the end of the podcast, <laughs> balance will have been restored. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure I'll be trans by the end, don't worry. Yeah, it, it, it's a forced feminization operation as much as it is a podcast. Yeah, it and wouldn't be the first time that Alice, Alice, Dev and Abby have speculated <laughs> about turning me trans, so... That's right, yeah. And we're, we're here to talk about the movie Thunderball. Yeah, uh, which... named after the National Lottery game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, I'll just I'll just dive straight into it. We start off with another pre-credit scene where we fucking did it, boys. We killed James Bond. He's fucking dead because we start mm. by seeing a coffin with JB on it, and you're meant mm. to be like, "Oh shit, that's Jim Bowen." Yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they killed Jimmy Ball. I'm going to miss James Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> they killed yeah, your I mean, I, I just turned off the the film immediately. I opened it up and was like, "Oh, beautiful, done," and then just like yeah, went on my day. It was mm. great. Yeah. <laughs> Walked straight out of a cinema. It's 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 a guy called Jacques Bouvard, who incredible name by the way, mm. who is a French agent of Spectre, and Bond is there watching with a, with a French agent, and he's like, he killed two of my colleagues. I, I I love incidentally that she's very helpfully like, huh? The initials on that coffin are also the initials of your name. What are the <laughs> odds of that? You know, great French uh, tradition of having your initials on your coffin, just so that everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, and so they they follow the widow uh, back to a chateau from the church after this funeral, and then Bond introduces himself to uh, to this to this widow thusly, right? Madame, I've come to offer my sincere condolences. Yeah, just, just fully, just fully bonks her right in the face. 
Right, yeah. And she's wearing like the Thor Widow outfit, like the veil and the like black hat and everything. But he's fucking clocked her, right? Because as they were getting into the limo to go from the church, Bond noticed that she opened her own car door. And in the 1960s, there is only one possible explanation for a woman opening her own car door. She's a fucking man! She's a man in disguise. She is Colonel Boover. Which is fucking... It's it's great. Like, he rips the wig off, and it's a stuntman wearing lipstick. I mean, you I'm know... I'm not it's... dead, I have just transitioned. <laughs> Men disguising themselves as women to sneak into oh, spectre spaces where, and commit crimes. I mean, this is what self-ID will usher in, like, no movement yeah. before... Now, I mean, what's really funny is, when Bond says earlier, uh, this this Jacques Bouvard, he killed a couple of my colleagues, I want to know, did he do it the same way? Like, does he have one trick, and that's cross-dressing to get close enough to try and murder somebody? <laughs> He's like, no, I'm doing this for the mission, I promise, this is not... <laughs> Well, this is this is before being trans was invented. So the only mm. reason to dress as a woman was to, like, try to murder somebody. And I'm not taking I mean, any pleasure in this. It is actually a prank. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is it's a kind of experiments. sophisticated French clowning that you would not understand. Is it any Anglo brain, huh? No, I mean, if there's um, one thing that British clowning definitely understands, it's dressing as a woman. We love that, that is shit, true. Britain. We do. Yeah. That is very true. But the hauntology sensor is going off because this scene where he just like <laughs> takes off her wig and punches it. I'm just like, There's oh. something to be said about, about the psyche at the time that was like, this is the most terrifying thing I can imagine is... <laughs> A dude dressed as a woman. Devious, also, underhanded French. Yeah. Yeah. sexy, but also dangerous. He does the whole fight wearing heels. Like, he's running yeah, around, yeah, he's I mean, rolling. Like, it's impressive. It's, it's like Ginger Astaire. He does everything Bond does in ba backwards and in heels. Um, I will confess that this part of the film, like, the, the, the first sort of 40 minutes or so of Thunderball, I didn't pay as much attention to because I'd seen the film before and I, like, mm. thought I remembered more of it than I did. And I was trying to, like, rig up my new hi-fi system while I was doing it. <laughs> and so what happened was, I was, like, I was watching the bit with the coffin and then I looked down and then I looked back up again and Bond's fighting a guy in a skirt, tights and heels. And I'm just like, how did we get here? I'm not sure. But I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that you guys will have something to say about it. <laughs> this is this is the exact mindset to go into watching Thunderball with is having like half watched it once a decade ago. Mm. Because I cannot stress enough, right? This is a two-hour movie. It doesn't need oh, to be. Yeah. And it fucking oh my two god. There's so many interstitial scenes that do nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. the best way to watch this movie is to have something to do, and as soon as someone's underwater, just leave for like 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. You'll yeah. come back in. Anyway, Bond so, kills kills her with a fire poker. Yeah, she, and then... she hits him with the poker really hard first, mm -hmm. which rules, and then Bond escapes on a jetpack, which is a real, it was a real, real? jetpack. Yeah. It flew for like a minute 20 seconds, and... Mm. um. Yeah, no, it's it's great. He gets some into Inspector the gadget shit. It's, it's the pretty Aston goofy. Martin and like yeah. so, some French guys are chasing them, and instead of because like he still has all of the gadgets in the car from the last movie, but mm. instead of using any of the fun ones, he just sprays water at them, and they kind of like they're shooting at him, but as soon as they get wet, they stop, which is fucking awesome. Just running on like super soaker rules. Yeah, that's um, fun. Yeah, I, I mean, frankly, if, if I was like lightly squirted with water, I would also just give up and go home. Mm. Um, yeah, 
But uh, th that's that's your opening sequence. Is Bond is instantly able to clock somebody by whether or not they have car doors opened for them. He's posting <laughs> on an anonymous forum like, "Yo, do I open car doors like an AGP?" <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. Shit. opening There's sequence. Woman's a brick. <laughs> opening sequence. Bond in the women's bathroom. Locking you as soon as Do you be careful it. with these tucking panties, 007. <laughs> You'll be accompanied by 009, Julie Bindle. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We've, uh, we've sent you sent you to meet Graham Linehan's wife, who is <laughs> my wife. The thing is, if they made if they make James Bond again now, because my thesis is that Bond tracks the cultural zeitgeist. It's only a matter of time before we get a trans woman as a villainess in Bond mm. and, and some awesome. kind of like dramatic unmasking. Well, oh god! I, I can pull up. I I recently rewatched the series Wire in the Blood, which is a just a oh, great classic Robinson episode yeah. one. <laughs> Season one. one, yeah, it's a trans woman, and they go to such pains to be like, <laughs> no, no, this is not someone cross-dressing to do crimes. This is a trans woman. And yeah, gross. directly Ugh. on microphone, and like every like Val McDermott novel, and like mm. yeah, no, if you're into true crime, it's fully like the greatest twist you can imagine is a transgender woman. I mean, but what, what's what's his face, Robert Gaith? Gaith Galbraith Galbraith Roberts JK fucking Rowling same tropes mm. same mm. old tropes yeah. ontology baby that's what, what, what we like what are we what are we here to talk mm. about again oh yeah the movie Thunderball yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah we get we get a Tom Jones song which is great he nearly passed out recording it because yeah. he just held he held yeah. the last note for too long I completely forgot it was Tom Jones Bond composers love to try to kill the most famous you know singers of you know what's really funny Johnny Cash sent in a tape for this, and they did not use it. But I'm imagining a Johnny Cash Thunderball. <laughs> Thunderball. Thunderball. What's, what's also fun is that balls today. <laughs> Tom Jones like asked the song's writer what "Strikes Like Thunderball" means, and the composer's like, "I don't, I don't really know. It just kind of sounds." Yeah, and they weren't even. They, they wrote this at the last minute. They were originally going to use another song. They were going to use "Kiss Kiss Bang Bang," but mm. they they wrote this because they're like no it has to have the title of the movie in there otherwise people mm. forget what the movie is even so though we the have movie to have doesn't a have the title of the movie in it like thunderball, yeah. it don't, thunderball is an old-fashioned word for a mushroom cloud that's right it's really? the american slang ah. ah brains genius okay fine so that's why it's called that um we, we get our title sequence with some naked women and then we we cut to uh, a scene of parking we go to central Paris, where Emilio Largo, this mm. big guy with a with an eye patch, played by Adolfo Celli, looks fucking Very big awesome. Guy. Very big guy. Uh, big he, guy. he gets That's he beautiful. gets his his to establish his bona fides as like a a, a big an evil guy. Right, mm. he gets stopped while he's parking by the world's worst French accented man. <laughs> he's like he he pulls up. And he's like, hey, no parking here. <laughs> Romanian guy who's emigrated to France <laughs> to become a Pakistan. Worse than my French accent. Eh, no parking. That's better. That's too good. Eh, no parking here, man. Eh, no parking here. It's like almost mean. Chinese. Eh, <laughs> no parking here. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he makes his way into the International Brotherhood for the Assistance of Stateless Persons, mm. which is like, 
the fucking the woke charities once again will be seeming to help people on the surface, but will conceal a secret meeting of Spectre. Shemima, Shemima Begum, get at it. Again, the hauntology alarm is is going off once again because the idea is that, oh, it looks benign on the surface, but actually Spectre are hiding. But they could have used any charity. They could have used anything, but they specifically use a charity refugees. that is supposed to help refugees. And yeah. we, we in 2021, we are haunted by the Ed Stone and we are haunted by this controls on immigration <laughs> mug, and we are haunted by this film as well. Yeah, we're haunted by the movie Thunderball. If only uh, there was a yeah. word for that, but there isn't. So shut up. Now, for the for the audience at home, there, when Abby said we're haunted by this controls on immigration mug, she held up her uh, controls on immigration mug that she has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That she brought Just, from home. And the Edstone, which I bought. Everyone wonder what happened to it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out that like uh, we we have the classic Spectre meeting scene, right? They're all mm. it's a bunch of guys in grey flannel suits. They're arranged in chairs, and there's a guy Blofeld in the big chair up front with his face covered, petting the cat. And yeah. of course, I love that he- the implication mm. is that like none of them know what he looks like, other than his bottom half. Like they're just being bossed around <laughs> yeah. by a dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll uh, all... recognize that dick and balls anywhere. <laughs> He's usually new during these. That's meetings. Colonel Bouvard's dick and balls. <laughs> imagine, imagine how easy it would be to mislead these people. Just show up and sit in the chair in like a yeah. black child. You don't even have to be wearing anything on your top half. They don't know. You can He's be there shirtless. The yeah. yeah, I mean, he does. He does have a pretty distinctive voice. I guess so. so I am wh- holding the talking cat number two. <laughs> <laughs> you can only talk when you're holding you're the like, cat. Demands <laughs> reports from like all the far flung corners of the world, and so like number number three is like, oh yes, we blackmailed this guy in in the USSR. Number four is like we uh, smuggled red Chinese narcotics into the US. Mm. Um, another guy's like, <laughs> we, number we t- three passes you the booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you accept? <laughs> yeah, uh, we we took a consultation fee for the Great Train Robbery. Which and happened then, the year before this movie came yeah, out. They just wrote get, that into the... The British government has given us a contract to deliver PPE. We're not really sure what to do with that one. The, the <laughs> classic Blofeld bit. He does this every time. It's his favourite move. He cannot... Like, this is Blofeld's mm. one management style, right? Is we get to a report and he's dissatisfied. And this is what happens. Are you quite sure all monies have been accounted for by yourself and number nine? To the penny, number one. On the contrary, I have satisfied myself that one of you is clearly guilty of embezzlement. Spectre is a dedicated fraternity whose strength lies in the absolute integrity of its members. The culprit is known to me. I have decided on the appropriate action. Always does this. Yeah. He always does the fake out, right? Like the guy who it is, the guy who he then electrocutes in the chair is just sitting quite smugly, while the mm. other guy is being really fucking nervous. And he did the same shit with Kronstein. It's his one oh, move. I'll get mad about Kronstein mm. later on. Don't worry. Yeah. I think in the novel, the idea is that he chews out the wrong guy so that the real culprit will relax, and therefore more of his body is touching the electrical plates in the chair. Like that's kind that's of. That's the uh, dumbest thing I've ever. I know. Heard. I know. You should have just installed bigger plates. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, you get you get very alarmed at the Spectre meeting when the gong noise starts up. And also when you notice that you're sitting in the yeah. big metal chair and everyone else's chair looks normal. Now, the guy, the guy that we saw with the eye patch, Lago, he's number two, right? And we cut mm. to him while this guy's getting <laughs> electrocuted. The worst shit is when the and music he... starts and you all have yeah. to swap chairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lago does not give a shit, right? He's just waiting. He's just waiting for this guy to get electrocuted. He's like, whatever. And it makes you wonder. Well, he's not sitting down. Yeah, but like, mm. it makes you wonder how many times Blofeld has pulled this shit around him that he got to number two. Yeah. Like, he started out at number 69 or something, and he's <laughs> nice. just been here for like 50 fucking murders where Blofeld's like, ah, you think <laughs> it's it's this guy, but it's actually this guy. It's like and working every at time... Barclays Capital in 2009. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, it's, it's like everyone you know gets fired, and sooner or later you're the MD and you don't know how. <laughs> I mean, later on, it's implied that this like plot was going on for at least two years before the film. Yeah. So this guy must have... I don't know how often Spectre meets. Maybe it's like monthly. But mm. that's a lot of murders They've got to kill a guy watched. a month. Oh, yeah, and do you think like, to suck up to Blofeld, you have to act surprised every time? You're like, whoa, and just you be like, Yo, I thought, I thought you were going to kill that guy, but instead mm. it's, it's the other guy. That's crazy, though. What if that's they were doing this on Blofeld. Zoom? <laughs> number, number four, you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> Un- unmute yourself. <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, show us the cat. Yeah. Oh. Number six, while please, you're not talking. Please put your you hand please? on the electrical plate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has to be plugged in. <laughs> yeah, COVID's really fucking done a number on Spectre. Poor fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in these anyway, unprecedented times. Number two gives his little speech and he reveals the plot. And the plot is they're going to steal two nuclear bombs from the British, from the RAF. The British would never lose nuclear bombs. Yeah, they're going to steal them from the the RAF, don't you know? And they're going to use them to fucking blackmail Britain. They're going to demand 100 million pounds. Which is not Mm. that much money, considering how much this plan must have taken. Considering it's a nuclear bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Number number six is like, excuse me, I have a better plan. I've been insinuating myself as Matt Hancock's pub landlord. Now, if you'll (laughs) hear me out. (laughs) Several billion easily. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of... Turkish PPE. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. No one has because it doesn't fucking exist. And so what they do is they, they, they introduce this health spa in the south of England that's next to a NATO airbase. Oh, I loved this scene. <laughs> this scene is, is so good. long, my God. That, we spend so much longer than we need to at this fucking health spa, right? Because yeah. Spectre's guy who's, who's orchestrating that bit of the plan, he's like hiding out in the health spa. And who... Mm. Who just happens to also be staying at the same house? Recuperating from a transgender inflicted fire poker injury. It's noted sex criminal and British agent James Lothario Bond. And he That's starts right. out by being a sex criminal. Immediately. Like, fully. He's like, he the, the nurse who is like looking after his back injury tells him to put his arms up. He puts his arms down over her and he starts fucking kissing her. Yeah, he's just sexually assaults her. Like, yeah, sexual yeah, assault, just 14 fully. minutes in, baby. Yeah. <sighs> Record yeah. pace, keeps going. Real bad, real That's bad. He's licensed to do that. And he's, right. he's been dicking around investigating one of the guys at the health bar because he thinks he's like a bad guy. 
Yeah, Account Lippy, who is yeah. Spectre's agent. <laughs> what a name. Spectre's so guy. Uh, Bond's <laughs> investigating him because he just happens to be in the health spa. The way Bond figures out he's a wrong one, right, is that he's got a, a, a Macau Tong sign tattooed on his, on his fucking hand, like a Chinese character. And Bond is like, that's far too exotic for the, for the South of England. The Chinese uh, are a shifty people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, the last two fucking films. Now, I mean, he, he does also manage to threaten to spank Money Penny at this point, and I have a drop of this because the line that she has is was baffling to me. Yeah, I, I wrote this down too. Okay. Money Penny, next time I see you, I'll put you across my knee. On yogurt and lemon juice? Uh-huh, I can hardly wait. Now, I had to look this up, and I found out what he fucking means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, beans, 42, yeah. scissors. Uh, no, the the joke that toast, she's making James. is that, like, because he's eating and drinking health food shit, like yogurt, I guess, and lemon juice, he's going to be too weak to spank her? <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the stupidest I mean, possible reading. You're being you're being force femmed, James. <laughs> I'm not sure you'll even be able to sexually harass me by the time you get back here. Big naturals now, 007. Yeah, James, if a transgender woman touched you, you'll become one. Pay attention, 007. Now this is an ordinary pair of cat ears. But <laughs> <laughs> observe, they light up. Yeah. And so he, 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 he finds he finds a guy with like facial bandages, like a concealed face under bandages. Mm. And then immediately suspicious. And yeah. then this nurse who he has like already sexually assaulted fucking ties him down to a vibrating bench. Okay, now this was fucking YouTube zone level material. Like James Bond gets strapped into the jiggler. Um, they're like, This this machine is going to jiggle you until you feel better. <laughs> It's gonna jiggle your back, and what she says when she like fully ties him into this right. thing is is. There now, first time I felt really safe all day. I mean, this man is a dangerous <laughs> he's, sex pest. He's a horrendous yeah. bastard. He is. Yeah, and yeah. I, mean, I mean, yeah, hmm. yeah. So, it is. It is weird that they just keep saying that out loud. Like, oh, because yeah. because like the intention of the film is to sort of play it off as like, oh, it's all in good fun, really. The yeah, women are enjoying tree. it. But then the women are going like, no, no, this man is terrifying. No, I, have, I, like, I have to tie <laughs> this man to my sort of weird bench thing to, yeah. to feel they're normal. They're saying shit in like the voice where you go, ah, oh, James, you old rascal. But what they're saying is, James, you're a rapist. I'm terrified yeah. of you. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, ah, you big, you big. Yeah. Then, then Count Lippy, he sneaks in and he nearly accomplishes the mission of the podcast. He nearly does it. Yeah, he put he puts he puts the bad and naughty James Bond in the Bond Wiggler and um yeah. alternate vibrators. Alternate vibrators inserted. Shut the yeah, fuck up. He, <laughs> he, <laughs> he turns the wiggler he, way up. My man gets properly <laughs> wiggled. It's the it's a bizarrely homoerotic scene. <laughs> Why would yeah. this it's kill not- him? Yeah. <laughs> Why is this? That was the bit I didn't understand. Just like is getting wiggled bad for you. The way the camera is like aggressively zooming in and out on the lever that's like set to full. Like, a, why would this machine have that setting if that's the setting that kills you? Like, why would that just just be available? Ah, It's very therapeutic. We got this machine that wiggles you to death. And then it's just like Sean Connery just like laying on there, like handing up, going like, ah, ah, I'm being wiggled. He screams for help and passes out. I mean, Bond nearly dies. Sean Connery there, played by Michael York, which I guess is just Roger Moore. 
You don't have to be wiggled. You can live. <laughs> he, he sounds he gets, less like Sean Connery than it sounds like. Fucking he gets revenge though because he finds Count Lippy in one of those like sitting sauna baths, mm. and he just mm. fully just like locks him in there with a broom well, and first, tries to broil him. Classic. So the, the nurse comes back and lets him out. He's like, oh, thank God I found you in time. So Bond Bond is rendered unconscious by the wiggling machine, yeah. and when he regains consciousness, his prime programming is reasserted, and he immediately seeks pussy. And yeah, he, and, and you, she says, you "Don't tell anyone this. about this." I no, do. No, I, I have the, the training kicks in. Wouldn't tell Doctor Wayne, please. I'd lose my job. Well, I, I suppose my silence could have a price. Don't mean, oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, which is being played by the Churchill nodding dog. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So he yeah. blackmails her into sex, and we get if, yeah. It's, I mean, that's like that's rape. Uh, he just re- mm-hmm. he just goes back to his factory settings and rapes the first woman he sees. Um, now the problem <laughs> is, assume yeah. that we haven't quite. I mean, the pussy the pussy clock record to beat is two thirty three. Okay, I think we count gonna... this as like a zero point zero zero though. No, because when, like... should we? Would you first appear on the screen, Dev? What's the pussy clock count? Okay, f- two two points. First of all, I think pussy clocks may be a reductive way to call this because we're trying to make a point about how it's bad. Um, <laughs> but I did start a stopwatch when this woman appeared on screen this is patricia um so three minutes and four seconds after she appeared on screen she wow. was assaulted but yep. it's five minutes, three minutes and, 30 and four seconds. seconds five minutes and 30 seconds before um she is just straight up raped by bond like blackmailed yeah. um which is not as fast as the previous record about twice as he's, long he's he's slowing down the woke left have made mm. james bond less rapey so the the time to beat from Goldfinger is is still two thirty three. He's having to do more due diligence. Yeah, yeah two minutes thirty three fucking seconds. So I mean, we we see a bit more of the plan because we see uh, this woman Fiona in bed with uh, a guy who is like French Italian. Like his whole vibe is just this what is a, a European man. man. Yeah, <laughs> and his name is like uh, Commandant Derval, and he's an Air Force guy. And she's like, oh, do you have to go? And he opens the door to see himself. <gasps> it's a perfect double of himself. It's who then like, really well as well. Yeah. Like, you can't then tell that there's a screen him there. to death. Takes his, his, like, um, his dog tag and his watch and his, and his uniform. And is like, right, I'm going to go infiltrate the, the NATO plane with the nuclear bombs that this guy was going to fly on. But before I do that, I know that this organization, Spectre, that I work for, kills people for no reason all the time. I think what I'm going to try and do is hold out for more money. I'm going to do a contract negotiation it's right definitely now. definitely a great move for him to do that. Yeah, she, yeah. she gives him the like envelope full of cash. It's like $100,000, and he's like, that's not enough. I've been doing this for two years, trying to look like that guy. I've had the plastic surgery operations and shit. I've been I... going to the French-Italian gym <laughs> yeah, yeah, to get more exactly. French and Italian. Why they didn't give him one of the perfect rubber masks from, from Russia with Love, I'll never know. Uh, yeah. I guess they'd We've... lost all the rubber masks, never yeah. mind. Uh, I, I've been doing the perfect like French-Italian accent. Uh, I'm ambiguously European. I want $250,000. And she's, this woman, Fiona, she's like, yeah, sure, I'll just tell him we made a new arrangement. We gotta kill this guy! And and the guy's just like, yeah, okay, fine. It's still, like, not that much. (laughs) Would you mind just touching this metal plate? (laughs) (laughs) Just carry around this metal plate with you. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, mate, definitely. Off off you go. On your bike. Come on. Yep. And you know the the rest. The next sequence is like 
the plan goes off without a hitch, right? It's pretty he, cool. We, we pretty get cool. to see a lot of like uh, RAF chaps who who all talk like this. Um, uh, commandant, would you like to come to the cockpit? Um, and so to he, speak. He, so to speak. Um, you're know, getting sucked off by a twink. That's what they want these days. Uh, broadsword calling Danny boy. No, no worries. We do that. We do that after the mission. <laughs> yeah, and so he he poisons all of them, and he hijacks the plane. He does a fucking MH370, and he flies the plane to Largo's yacht, and he ditches it in the water. A first plane has struck the yacht. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, there's just a slot on the dashboard of this plane that you can just screw something into, and it goes straight into everyone's oxygen mask. Yeah, you just fucking shotgun a beer in there, and like everybody a, yeah, gets everyone breathe this in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and he uses that yeah. to kill them all. So gives yeah. everyone the vape. In my opinion, I wouldn't have one of those. But, Commandant you know. Derval passes you the booth by inserting it into the locking lug in the fucking cockpit dashboard. Um, ah, yeah, Commandant so- Derval's brought us all some laudanum. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so he, he kills all of them, he hijacks the plane, they crash the plane, and then underwater, uh, he's trying to get out of his, like, um, his harness, and Largo and his dudes from Spectre show up in wetsuits and scuba gear, and Largo cuts his airline and leaves him to die. And like your the movie is kind of suggests that like this is because of the, you know, I'm you're not giving me enough money thing, but like I kind of get the sense they were gonna do that anyway. There's no to way to tell honest. that he wouldn't just do that. <laughs> Yeah, he's a loose end, and you know what? What do you need that guy for? Just like a guy whose only skill set is pretending to be Italian for two years. Hey, I mean, I was, during that scene, I was like, "Yo, yo, Largo, he's got a hundred thousand pounds in an envelope in his front pocket." Does not give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Does not even that out of that. That's how rich yeah. that guy is. <laughs> yeah. So they steal the nuclear bombs, which incidentally have uh, have the words "handle like eggs" stenciled on them. <laughs> uh, I'll make an omelet, baby. Means something very yeah. different in Belarus. <laughs> um, yeah, the underwater sequence where they're stealing the bombs, it goes on way too long, but the thing is, like, when underwater oh, photography had just been perfected to movie quality, mm. it would have been amazing. And I guess it, filming underwater takes so much work and effort that, of course, you don't want to cut any of it. But it, I mean, listeners, it goes on for like 15 minutes. It's a, it, it's a two hour movie. And the problem with the underwater stuff is there's no dialogue, right? Because there yeah. can't be. And you and also so you can't have a bunch tell of who guys, anyone is. Yeah, you have a yeah. bunch of guys in identical wetsuits, kind of like they're either fighting or in this case, what they're doing is they're moving the nuclear bombs mm. from the plane to the boat. But like, yeah. you can tell who Largo just... is. It's like the portly guy. In the yeah, it's, the, it's yeah. the guy with the paunch. <laughs> they yeah. take uh, the nukes, those... they fucking cover yeah. over the plane, and my God, do they show you every fucking second of that yeah, process. Yeah, even the dude's like hammering the fucking tent pegs in. I was like, yeah, yep, I get um, it, I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand why Largo is always in these scuba diving scenes. Like, surely he has a guy for that. Like, does why not, is does not delegate. No. He's yeah, like, no. no, he's like a water guy. Front. He's yeah, doing I Colonel mean, we, H. Jones shit. I mean, as, as <laughs> a goldfinger, we appreciate a villain who gets his hands dirty. Yeah, yeah 100%. Lead from the front. That's just good um, management. Lead from the front, baby. Great. Yeah, and, although there is a great scene, right? Because Largo takes the bombs and he like gets out of his wetsuit, so he's wearing like the vinyl wetsuit pants, and then the guy he just puts on like a double-breasted suit jacket oh, it's over such that. Such a good. And gym. I'm just it's like, so that's a fucking fit. Yeah, many would not have the strength to pull this off. <laughs> that's right. 
Yeah. Um, we, we, Bond leaves the clinic. Captain on deck. Yeah. But Bond leaves the clinic. This this nurse whom he's like raped is now seriously besotted with him. Oh, yeah. And he has to like get bit. her off of the car. So there's there's a bit here that we we skipped out, which is that Bond notices like they they move the corpse of the pilot into the health clinic to like replace one of the guys and Bond to replace it. The, the yeah because the guy with the bandages on was the guy who was pretending to be Italian yeah he was so they switched the real on. Italian guy with a fake Italian guy and by coincidence Bond discovers this and like foils that that particular yeah. plot and, and he's sees in the guy that dead. room for like a couple of minutes and Lippy's around the corner just like slowly putting a silencer on his gun the whole time and I'm like mm. shoot him just kill him those th- those things take Lippie, forever to, to fucking put on I guess they were trying to uh they're trying to push off this man. Italian, but fortunately I've got a <laughs> got a background in rudimentary phrenology. The brain pan is all wrong. <laughs> no, I, I took <laughs> that's not an Italian brain pan. I'd see that from a mile off. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip ahead over this next scene, right? Which yeah. is Lippy tries to kill Bond, and Fiona kills him with by like riding a motorcycle with a rocket launcher on it. Very cool. It's oh, cool. Yeah. She blows him the fuck up. That's it. That's the scene. I'm not going to skip over this. I'm going to say, I want to take a fucking oh second and say, oh what boy. the fuck, Blofeld? Lippy, <laughs> Lippy is killed here. Distinctly, yeah. Blofeld says this because he picked Anglo, a shit guy who jeopardized the mission. Now cast yeah. your minds back two films <laughs> to a shit guy who jeopardized the mission. The person who picked the shit guy wasn't killed. He didn't kill Cleb for picking g- fucking Red Grand. He no, killed Cronstein. Like, what yeah. standard mm. are you applying? This is bad people management. This is terrible. Cronstein yeah. could have been number two by now. No one inspector knows what Blofeld wants. It's terrible no. management style. <laughs> yeah. That's what he likes, keeping him guessing. Justice for like, Cronstein. Yeah. Yeah. Blofeld's trying to do that kind of like mysterious, like, you know, everyone wants to be me. Mm, what does he yeah. want? Who knows? He'll just kill you for doing shit. Why not? Just kill yeah. anyone for no reason. Cool. And so we, we come back to MI6 headquarters in London, MI7 rather, because it's still fucking MI7. Yeah. And it's it's a big crisis, Before right? Like, the woke left knocked it <laughs> down. <Yeah>. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every double O man in Europe is there. There's all nine of them. Julie Bindle, uh, right? She's there too? Yeah. Well, actually, actually, Ab- Abby, you say 003 that. 003 like, is a lady, yeah. There, there are nine seats. Bond takes on seven from the left. So from this, we can deduce 003 is a woman, which is probably yeah. the most progressive thing this movie does. I love the idea they make them sit in order. And put a fucking <laughs> yeah. pin now, in that. Boy, girl, is, boy, girl. Like it is school. the last progressive thing yeah. this movie does. <laughs> yeah. And so the, the, they like go through the tape that the government has received, which is literally just give us a hundred million pounds or we will blow up a city in the US or the UK with a nuclear bomb. You could just sell a nuclear bomb for more than that. Even you then, could ask surely. for more than that. Like by this point, you you're like the th- you're the third nuclear power in the fucking world, right? You could fucking do whatever you want. You, like <laughs> you could be like g- g- give work, me Wales. King. Yeah, give yeah. give me give me a fucking country, right? But instead, they're like, no, give us a hundred million pounds because we like money. What's fun is that the government guy doing the briefing here is the Home Secretary. So nowadays. It would be pretty Patel leading this. I just like to imagine. I yeah. think we should take a hard line on these people. 
the other point is they're doing this massive secret briefing and there's this massive fuck off like floor to ceiling window behind them (laughs) (laughs) through which you can see other buildings fully in view of the giant map that they have yeah it's (laughs) great I was so like, like, this is where I jack off. Look <laughs> at people on the street. Yeah. So Bond Bond goes through this dossier, which has photos of all of the crew members of this plane. Mm. And it's got a photo of the real Italian guy, Derville, and his sister, Domino, uh, who is mm. a total smoke show, 100% babe. Bond, and it Bond's says, eyes bulge out of his head. He's like, it's like a heart can be seen through his shirt. Uh, uh, he says a wooga. <laughs> Yeah. It says it says Nassau on the back, so Bond is immediately fucking teleported to Nassau. Mm. <laughs> Bond, Bond has developed horny teleportation skills. Yeah, where, where, where he finds her scuba diving, and he says this to her, right? Most girls just paddle around. You swim like a man. Clocking <laughs> bitches left yeah. and right in oh, this damn movie. It. So <laughs> like, what does this mean, man? You, you swim you like swim a brain. Like a man. an anonymous forum, like, yo, do I paddle around like an AGP? <laughs> Yeah. Mm. yeah, yo, you swim like a brick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he 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 tries to like seduce this girl Domino. Uh, he puts the moves on her, and she's kind of like playing along. She's kind of into it, but the whole time she's being they're being followed right around uh, Nassau on on the Bahamas with. Um, uh, by like these kind of like sweaty dudes, and she's like, "Oh, those are the, those are the guys who work for my my guardian. Um, mm. I'm his niece, but like also Quote not really unquote, his niece. niece. Yeah, yeah. That, he tells like, people uh, I'm his niece, but like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, actually, I'm his like mistress. I'm his kept woman. The same I'm his way that like niece. the Russian men in ski towns will often be there with their quote unquote niece." Yeah, like uh, my my friend who once once uh, w- waited at table for um, uh, Kevin Spacey and his son did not have a son. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so like very we... very hot niece. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so like Bond goes to the casino and he runs into Largo, who has this again incredible fit white dinner jacket. So mm-hmm. uh, he's in the colonies. You got to have the white dinner jacket. Yeah, yeah just yeah, yeah. up top. We in fact, should he's know. in a casino in the colonies, so it's double. We should know, like, it, it's hard to not notice every single person on the beach and in the casino is white, and every yep. single waiter and servant, you can go back and look it through, they are all black. The and casino this is has a racist lamp. The it Bahamas, has a lamp in the form of a Moorish Bahamas, figure. like Jamaica wow. in Doctor No, was a crown colony at the time this movie was shot. Yeah. Yep. They probably got a discount. From, mm-hmm. In like seven years after this. So, so James Bond, Guaranteed undercover... Uh, undercover uh, walks up to the guy that is, you know, working for Spectre, clocks the massive Spectre ring on his finger, which is cool as hell, this octopus mm-hmm. ring, mm. um, and immediately blows his uh, own Mr. cover. Eichenwald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by, say- by saying this, right? Yes, I thought I saw a Spectre at your shoulder. And it's like, dude, com- come on. Yeah. Even though they have a, a a full photo of you, you don't have to make it that easy for them. Yeah, he's just like um, he's just like trying to shit them up by like being like, oh, yeah, sure. I, I suppose things could go a bit nuclear. <laughs> like, that's stable. actually better than the shit he comes out with, my love. <laughs> I read it in the opposite direction. I was like, Largo has the worst poker face of all time because Bond's mm. just saying Spectre is often and Largo's fully just going like, huh? 
every Yo, time what? he does it. He's like, yeah. Yo, what? Yeah. Yeah. Back to that thing, that thing that I meant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yo, what you did you say, say about my boys? Logo's <laughs> checking under his chair for electrical plates. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Largo is just like angry Midwest guy who's just like, Yo, what the fuck did you say? Hold up. You're, Yo, you're, you're lucky, lucky I'm on probation ass. right now. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky I'm on parole, you little bitch. <laughs> you're lucky my niece is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now now begins the long second act of the movie which I can broadly summarize as Bond and Largo just kind of become besties. <laughs> just yeah. hang out a bunch. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> just hang out. Just dudes, like, dudes rocking. Like we are going to yeah. have to try and kill each other at some point, but in the meantime, let's just enjoy a bit of uh, male friendship. Yeah, uh, like Largo sends a guy to spy on him, and he like gets into Bonto's home and hides in the shower. And Bond Classic. has has the fucking it's actually inspired move of just turning the shower on him and then beating him up. Yeah. <laughs> What's so good during that scene is that Felix Leiter, our boy Felix, he's back and he's our boy gay Felix. in this one. Played by the third he actor, the door. third different actor. He's 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 mm. back. He's gay. He's being played by a guy named Rick Van Nutter. Yeah, yeah. He opens the door and Member he's like, of oh. Johannes Vonk and the clock ends. <laughs> yeah. He's about to like say, Oh, how you doing, 007? And he gets like gut punched real hard by Bond. Um, who then like goes, knocks out he doesn't knock out the henchman, he just sort of knocks him over. And then immediately yeah, he just pushes him over. So Bond gut punches Felix to stop him from saying 007 and giving away his identity to this hidden henchman. And then immediately <laughs> Says it himself while the henchman is completely <laughs> awake. That's my line. It's like, yeah, greatest spy in the world, buddy. Cool. Never, never gonna let so, the Yanks take my lines. So, sorry, Felix, but you're about to say 007, and the guy's just looking at him like, what? Right. and then he sends him back to Largo. Yeah. He gives him his gun back. Luckily, luckily, Largo is not very interested because, like, he's like, you let him get the better of you. He slaps him with a towel, and then he throws him into a pool full of sharks, which he has. Yeah. Classic Bond villain shit. An extra yeah, four hundred and fifty dollars to jump in that shark pool, and I would have done that for less easily. Sharks aren't yeah. scary. Mm. I yeah. think the Sopranos would have been improved by more of that instead of like you know like strangling a guy on your boat, just like having like sharks in your swimming pool in New Jersey, just throwing people mm. in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the first of three shark pools that show up in the James Bond series, so they were like, "This is a sick." You got to have a shark pool. This is a fucking um, sick yeah. idea. <laughs> just like going to that guy's house, like, why do you have this? No <laughs> reason. Tries to explain. <laughs> would you mind touching that metal plate for me? <laughs> he has an explanation. He says, "I collect these for marine institutions." Which, uh, okay, yeah, he's just like, "Yo, it's an eco-fascist." Yo, I've got yeah. these guys because I think it's sick, nasty. What do you mean? Yeah. So, so, have so you we met go my niece, to Greta Thunberg. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to Station B, the Bahamas, which is mm. the the MI6 station there, station it's in the basement B for of Bahamas. A they call them all like that. Like at one point, Emma's like, "Yeah, we're we're sending you to Station C, Canada. Station mm. T, Turkey was in from Rush with Love." And oh, he always God, he never right. just says Station T or Station Turkey. It's always Station Letter Country, beginning with that letter, which mm. is fucking great. There are a lot of there are more than twenty six. How many letters are there? Yeah, in the imagine alphabet? imagine the fight between like fucking China fucking and Canada as like, to who got to be Station C. Well, I yeah. mean, it's just what an example do? of one of those like little bits of weird army speak that they have in army oh. and intelligence services. Like the way that in real life, people from MI6 and MI5 refer to, the, refer to them as six and five. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. So we 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 see the the fucking station B. We meet Paula. I mean, we'd we'd met her before, but Paula is like. I want to talk about Paula. Paula is his Bond's assistant in this movie, right? Uh, she she's apparently Bahamanian, right? Yeah, she's, she's apparently from Nassau. And um, Bond doesn't even bother to introduce her. Like when when they meet Felix with this guy, he's like, "Oh yeah, this is our guy." Pinder, this is our guy in Nassau who does not really have lines, mm. and then he just fucking walks away. And like, F- Felix has to make him introduce her anyway by being like, "Say, who's that girl?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's it's Paula." I think that might have been ADR as well. Mm. Paula, Paula, sorry, Felix, yeah. I have uh, pushy blindness. Is is played by Martin uh, Martin Beswick, who was one of the Romani girls from from Russia with Love. Oh yeah, so. so mm. Probably not the yeah. I don't know. They're just they're just constantly recycling people uh, apart from Felix, who has to be played by a new guy <laughs> yeah. in every film. Yeah. This guy ha- like fucking Nutter had a, a contract to appear in the next two Bond films as uh, as Felix, and they were just like, we can't actually fit that in. Yeah, no, so we're not going to do bad. that. Mm. We 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 do get to meet Q though, which is fun. I like mm-hmm. this scene. Yeah. We get we get this. Oh no! Ah, Double Seven. And he like introduces good. he introduces him to all of the equipment while Bond's like playing around with it. So he's got like a radioactive pill you can swallow that will like track your location. He's got an underwater it's going to camera. Enable us to see your bowel movements. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take this barium smoothie. He's not even doing jokes here. Ultimately, he's like treating Bond with genuine contempt for a lot yeah, of it. He's, he's like Bond. I know you're a piece of shit, idiot. Fuck you. <laughs> But yeah. could you please? <laughs> also, the fact that she was dressed like a boogaloo boy in this scene. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a chastity cage, Bond. I expect you to wear it. There's some great, <laughs> there are some great shirts in this film. <laughs> Most of which yeah. worn by Felix Leiter, who is gay in this one. Mm. Yeah. So, so Bond is like, okay, fine. I'm going to take all these gadgets. I'm going to get into my red vinyl half swimsuit. Yeah, what? It's like, it's like the Zardos thing shorts. before it went through a blender. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna fucking spy on this guy's this guy's yacht, the Disco Volante, where I think he might be keeping the bombs. Mm. Um, and he, he does some spying. There's an underwater fight, more underwater fights. Uh, he has to like fake his own death, and eventually he like gets washed ashore. And he has to hitch a lift from Fiona. Mm. And she gets to be cool, right? And I think this is interesting because it shows you how little the idea of the femme fatale or like making your movie progressive by having women just get to do epic stuff in it is, which is she gets to do all this stuff. She gets to, she drives Bond back to his hotel in her Mustang at like 120 miles an hour. Yeah, and, and Bond refuses to put his seatbelt on because he isn't gay. That's right. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you should, you should do up your safety belt, and he just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, like, no. refuses to put his seatbelt on. What do you think I am, Swedish? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, we're still in the like uh, Largo and Bond are friends mm. act, and so Largo literally invites him to lunch, and he shows him around. He he shows him a shark pool, and he shows he introduces his henchman. Mm. One of whom is called uh, Vargas. Ah, uh, Vargas. I've been thinking about this line for the last week, the way he introduces Vargas. He offers him a drink, and then he says, Of course, Vargas does not drink, does not smoke, does not make love. What do you do, Vargas? Every man has his passion. Mine is fishing. 
Just does not answer that. Just moves on. Yeah, it's, is that is, supposed to be a euphemism for something? Or? Yeah, like, Vargas what is Vargas? Does not, Vargas does not piss, does not shit, does not, come. does not come. Uh, Vargas <laughs> was developed by the Honda Corporation as a marketing gimmick. He is, uh, he is a cunning animatronic robot that dances next to Hondas. Like, is his like you're watching the whole thing, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> like what is, is Vargas gay? Like is he supposed to be gay? Yeah, is he supposed to have like, like, like a gay? fucking I developmental can't disorder? Tell. I can't tell what the what kind of slur or whatever they're trying to apply yeah, to I this dude. I don't know what the phobia is here. I don't know what the subject is. Uh, he is gay is. for trees. Also, it's a Portuguese thing. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. Also, a point I should I should bring up because Bond gets to do the fucking Boothroyd line on Largo because Largo is doing like clay pigeon shooting or some shit mm. with um with Volpe and, and <laughs> Largo's like, why can't we just kill Bond? Volpe's like, ah, you know, we shouldn't for a bit. Uh, yeah, because they'll know where he is and they'll but, know the bombs are here if we kill Largo, him. Actual Largo sensible explanation. Lago meets Bond at the door with his gun, and Bond's like, ah, oh, it's a it's a gay gun for women. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of femboy gun is this? Femboy <laughs> this is a literally trap shooting. On your way to your job at Hootish. It's like a fucking rifle. Like, what are you talking about, my man? There are some fucking camp rifles in this movie, though. Like the movie, the, the rifle that, that Felix Leiter uses to shoot sharks out of a helicopter. Ooh. That is yeah. Gun. Also, he really That's in, he's in the helicopter shark. and the sharks are in the water. Not He's not firing the shark out of the helicopter. No, that would be cool. <laughs> Which would have been way would have been better. Cool and also would have, would have killed fewer sharks. Mm. Paula fucking gets neglected again, right? Because, like, Bond brings back the photos that he took underwater mm. of the, the yacht. And then she's literally, she gets cut off in midline. She's, like, dubbed in being like, hey, I'll develop those photos. And it just cuts to the next scene. <laughs> it's and it's and so the next good. the next scene is she gets fucking kidnapped. Fiona raids the hotel room and they have some, like, femme for femme banter and then she just gets fucking kidnapped right and Bond finds out about this and he agrees to like raid the house, the mansion that Largo has on Nassau by like cutting the power he cuts the power across the whole island so it's mm -hmm. dark and then he uses that to come up behind a guy, pull his legs out from under him punch him in the middle of the back and then Classic. leave um yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, like, rock. Bond is finally doing spy shit because he spent this entire film just sort of going places and hanging out. He's mm. finally doing spy shit now, but he's wearing all black and hiding against pure white. Yeah, buildings. imagine, imagine mm. living in the Bahamas and just like once a week the power goes down and you're like fucking MI6 again. <laughs> fucking yeah. Bond, fucking spy yeah. shit. Bond fucking sucks shit at the spying too. He drops his gun off a roof and it goes off too, which is not mm. safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that uh, wouldn't. I feel like that wouldn't happen, but yeah, Largo no, just implies employs perfect himbos, and they're tricked into shooting mm. at each other extremely easily. Mm. It's yeah, fully this, like this stimulus whole, response. This whole guys. sequence is kind of pointless because Bond breaks in to try and rescue Paula. It turns out she's taken her suicide pills, or she's already dead. She's just fucking dead. She's already yeah. like withstood torture or whatever, and then she's just like, "Yeah, no, fuck it. Not she gonna wait yeah. for this, dickhead. Uh, I'm just gonna kill myself." So Bond tries to escape, and then he falls in the shark pool, and then gets out. I want to jump forward a bit. I want to talk about the way in which Paula's death is announced to her presumably boss, presumably friend, this yeah. other guy, Pinder. I want to mention the only extent to which he is ever mentioned again in this movie is, is literally this, right? So 
delighted to stay with the girl. I'll get back to him just as soon as I can. Anything else? Tell him Paula's dead. Okay. <laughs> like he didn't even have it in his initial report. They were like, "Yo, you got anything else for us?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, actually, actually." Okay. Footnote. Okay. Paula's dead. Okay. Sick. But like, yeah, no. As as you mentioned, Abby, he gets thrown into the shark pool, and this scene is great, right? Because like, there's a bunch of plexiglass that's very highly visible in there, separating Sean Connery from the sharks, who also mm. are the most docile-looking sharks I've ever seen. Yeah, they life. don't. Though at one point like during the filming, one of them did wriggle out from behind the plexiglass, and apparently Sean Connery got out of that pool so fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, th there is this thing, right? First of all, it's an example of Largo doing the, like, placing Bond in an easily escapable situation and assuming it mm. will kill him thing. He, like, locks him in the pool, he seals off the top, and then he opens the fucking hatch that allows the sharks into the pool, which Bond just swims out of. Mm. Uh, easily him, defeating him. Yeah, imagine having yeah. a guard at the other pool or something. Just Absolutely not. Could not be me. <laughs> Um, like he's got like I, I, 30 guys yeah. there, and they're all stood around the one pool just looking at it. I have a sad 1960s detail, which is that this was before the invention of no animals were harmed in the invention of the in this and the making of this movie. Oh, yeah, the shark that comes towards Sean Connery, uh, it's a dead shark they're pulling on a wire. Mm. But in one of the takes that they did for this, they underestimated the shark, and like Jaws, it came back to life and nearly took a fucking chunk out of the stuntman. So they kill two sharks on screen in this film, and they really, they really did it. They really did it with bullets. Yeah, but no, we had a, a question in our comments actually a little while back that was like, "Yo, do they kill the sharks in?" in yeah, this? and yeah, they yes, really they do. do. They fully killed those sharks. It's like, as a scuba diver and a nature lover, I'm just. I'm heartbroken. It's, just, it's scuba just not scuba code compliant. Yeah. There's lots of stuff in here that's not really strictly scuba code compliant. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. It's a very scuba heavy movie. Yeah. Which oh. It's very weird. Like oh, I feel so like much. the earlier the earlier bonds are just so much more all over the place in terms of like let's just do a fucking mm. scuba one. What if what if yeah, let's just <laughs> do like, a water yeah. one? Fuck! I just yeah. invented an underwater camera. Let's put it there for like fucking an hour. <laughs> scuba bond. He's supposed to be an SBS guy. Yeah. Fuck it. So 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 Bond Bond escapes. He like is like Paula's dead. Okay, whatever. Finds mm. Fiona in his hotel room, and he fucks her. Right. There is Fine. this quite charming moment where she's in the bath and she says, "Can you pass me something to wear?" And he gives her a pair of high heels. That's like the one. <laughs> it's like, okay, like, yeah, that, that is actually quite smooth. You have to admit, well, yeah, there's some good dudes yeah. rock stuff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so, a couple. Yeah, there is. So, a like, th they fuck right, and then he he opens but the door in the morning. She fucks evil. She she fucks like yeah, she in yeah, like yeah. an angry way because she's bad. Yeah, she's wild. She's like an animal. She should be caged. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just her just like pissing on him. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, some quite freaky shit. <laughs> Besides your passion for water sports, <laughs> there it is. There it is, yeah. baby. And <laughs> as, as he turns around to close the door, she's got a gun on him. Oh no! And she fucking—he's had this coming since at least Goldfinger. Here's the, here's the fucking speech, and may I say, mm. Queen. But of course, I forgot your ego, Mister Bond. James Bond, who only has to make love to a woman. And she starts to hear heavenly choir singing. She repents it and immediately returns to the side of right and virtue. But not this one. What a blow it must have been. You having a failure. I mean. Right, okay. 
it's okay. It's well acted. It's a good speech, but it's it's lifted directly from criticism about the corrective rape of pussy galore. And Yo, it's, whatever it's my not, haters say, I am. It's <laughs> not a deconstruction of the trope. Like to deconstruct no. it would require more than just shoving just a single it. speech mm. into the fucking dialogue. Mm. It's it's lazy. It's a, it's a last minute addition that attempts to deflect criticism. I think it's also the other half of the like Bond misogyny thing. It's like, okay, fine, we've set out this criticism of Bond, right? Now that this woman has like proven that she can't be fucked good, he's got to fucking kill her, mm. right? Right, absolutely. The next 20 minutes of this movie are just like uh, filler, basically. Yeah, she she moves him through uh, a, a sort of local Mardi Gras called the Junkanoo, which they've badly, like, they've done a disservice to the people of Nassau, if that's what it fucking sounds like, because it's literally just like the same three trumpet notes and they'll just loop them. Mm. So mm. I, I don't know if people actually go out and listen to like doop doo doop. People love the cantina band in the Bahamas. (laughs) They love jazz music. I'll defend it slightly. There is a there is a brief scene where there's just a dog pissing in the middle of the. That's cool. That's that's kind of funny. Um, That's pretty. Then there's ten minutes of just the most confusing visuals you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, Bond Bond dances with her. She tries to have him killed because I guess in the middle of a a nightclub full of people is the perfect time. And she's because yeah. like she was hyping that up earlier, and he does the thing where he like swings her around in front of the bullet, and she gets shot. Very and anticlimactic like, end yeah. to one of my favorite villains so far. I think I'd like to nominate her for the Kronstein Rosette. Yeah, Fiona Volpe. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Also, she was originally going to be Irish. She was going to be Fiona <laughs> Kelly, but they cast an Italian woman, and they were like, "No, Mister Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find that it's quite hard to fuck me. Good, <laughs> I'll fuck you bad." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like throughout the entire bit where he's dancing with her, all of the other henchmen are just sort of stood around. And my god, they're so fucking good at standing. They're standing so normal. <laughs> it keeps coming oh, to yeah. them, and they're just like real Trump family energy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like Bond, Bond goes out with Felix in the helicopter. Felix shoots a couple of sharks for fun. And Bond finds the plane, and he goes into the plane, he finds the body of the fake Italian guy, and he takes his his dog tag and his watch, the same things that we saw the guy Mm. find earlier. And we get to the closest thing to like actual spying, actual human intelligence in this movie, which is he finds Domino, and while she's like at her lowest point, while he's just sprung this news on her, yo, your brother, the person that you love most in the world, the person that you just said is like the only good person you've ever known is fucking dead, or she's dead. And like, now also, I need you to do something for me. I need you to do something extremely dangerous for me. I need you to do some spying. And while she's fucking emotionally devastated, she's just like, yeah, okay. Well, no, she, she sort of clocks it immediately. She goes, oh, that's why you made love to me. All right, fair enough. Which, yeah. She's like, look, I'll do this, but for him, not for you. That's, that's not true. Up. I'm also just horny. <laughs> also, oh, the there start is, there of that bit. scene. Oh, God. Oh, the God. start of that scene. I have to mention oh, it because I want it to be the fucking episode. Uh, there, yeah, it has she, to be, doesn't she it? She fucking steps on like a, a sea urchin or some shit, and, and Bond mm. just kind of like sucks the poison out of her foot. Now, yeah, it's not really get, clear why that's in there. We we get an answer as to whether or not Bond eats pussy. Right, here, by the that's way. what I was bringing up. Oh, he you're says, right. and I quote: "He says it's the first time I've tasted women. They're rather good." Case closed. 
The man, <laughs> no, no. pussy. We discussed man, this in Russia of Love. I, I, I'm happy doesn't. to accept this this giant L that I've been handed from when I said doing from Russia with Love that Bond might eat pussy. No, okay, he I'm, doesn't. I'm, I was once wrong. again always bet on Dev. Do you think that like you can reopen the question of whether or not Bond eats pussy when the actor changes? I, yes, so I, I think, think the so. different Roger 007 would eat pussy. Yeah, yeah, different Bond. Oh, absolutely. Might well mm. eat pussy. Connery doesn't. Yeah, I could. I could certainly be convinced. To, uh, <laughs> eat a pussy. Okay, okay, Darling. okay. But Con- Connery, no. Lazenby, yes. More, <laughs> yes. Dalton. Dalton, alarmingly. Dalton loves it. He stays down there. Um, yeah. Brosnan, yes. <laughs> Fucking Craig, like, yeah. no. I think Craig doesn't. No, Craig, Craig doesn't because no it's way. too gay. No yeah. Mm. So Bond, like she, she, she reveals. Oh, hey, there's this secret flight of steps around the back of the 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 um, uh, Largo's house. So Bond goes to investigate, and he takes the fucking radioactive pill. He he snowballs himself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a oh fuck, it's a long diving sequence. Yeah, right? my notes yeah. at this point ass- say Bond does some underwater shit. IDK. The trouble with underwater scenes is you can't tell who anyone is or get the coverage you need to do coherent editing. But Bond Bond takes the pill at one minute, one hour, forty one minutes, forty three seconds. Right, this mm. sequence Fuck, he does, ends yeah. at one fifty one nineteen. So we're fully doing ten minutes of this. Yeah, it's and a- it's guys in wetsuits. Mm. They retrieve the bomb. They move the bomb around. Bond gets clocked. He has a fight underwater, and then he gets stuck in this like underground cavern thing that's above water. Yeah, which was where they were storing the bombs. He, get, he gets I guess. to take some photos. I'm glad I've got you no, to explain to this because I, I completely did not get yeah. any of yeah, Felix, I, I looked it up just now, yeah. yeah. Felix, Felix has to rescue him based on this thing that emits a powerful enough radioactive signal that a helicopter can home in on it that he has swallowed. Now, yeah, if that's the case, my man is dead. Like, <laughs> I mean, man, we also yeah. know from Dr. Oh, no that Bond is immune to radiation. That is true. Which is good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, but but like in the course of this, Bond overhears Largo being like, okay, you know what we've got to do? Take the bombs and take them to our target area, Miami, because Spectre are more evil than we gave them credit for. They don't just want the like fucking hundred million pounds because they're going to blow up Miami anyway. Well, they have just, two nukes. Like, fair enough. Yeah. I would, I would have just used one right at the start. Just blow up. Uh, yeah. I personally wouldn't have done that. I'd just blow up one and then be like, "Yeah, look, we've got another. We're clearly yeah. serious. Can we have a lot of money?" But whereas they were like, "Yo, we've got two. You have to take our word for this. We'd like a small amount of money." There's an alternate version where Spectre decided to blow up Boston to start with, <laughs> and they all just they all just got fucking destroyed immediately. Yeah, they never managed that. Like the no people way. of Boston did not put up with that. Yeah. No. Mark Wahlberg is James Bond. They want the money delivered in the form of diamonds. Yep. Dropped mm. into off the coast of Burma. Yeah, dropped for some into reason. a sea off the coast of Burma. You may notice that's a ways because from we're the very Bahamas. Camp, Mr. Yeah. Bond. Yeah. Um, else you might notice is quite a way. Value of diamonds is is kept artificially high like out of any resource why <laughs> yeah. would you go for the one that the De Beers have banks because they'd full already of? used gold like, and it's not they called would have just gold, gold, gold again like 
Say we will. Gold is. So Bond, Bond, Bond reports Doge all of this coin, about Mr. Miami. Bond. Send us Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah, fucking Elon Musk is like. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with GameStop, Mr. Bond? <laughs> Rhymes. The, the, Rhymes the United States deploys the special fucking gay marines. Right? They just. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Because because they clearly realized at some point filming this, okay, everybody looks the same underwater, and we already put the Spectre guys in black wetsuits. What other colors do wetsuits come in? We've got to find a way to make the good guys visually distinct. We see the fucking Marines parachute in to fight underwater wearing, like, fucking orange Speedos. Yeah, they're, they're cut real short, too. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're the fucking they're the, they were the Wes Anderson Marine Division. <laughs> they're, they're, the life um, aquatic with James in. Bond. Like Bond's um, wearing yeah. a similar one. They're legitimately cut like women's like like a bikini. Like there's a lot of ass on display. Yeah. Bond's wearing yeah, white, they've got like, like a like, Bond's Bond's wearing one with like a baby grow fastening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bond's wearing so, like, one under, under, which is which is loser shit yeah. to me. The chastity cage that Q gave him. Like. <laughs> My favorite Show detail actually is he, he, he wears this uh, like a couple of times, and the first time he wears it, he takes it off when he gets on the beach to reveal that he's wearing a polo shirt underneath it. <laughs> he's a with a pop collar guy. I don't know. He's a yeah. weird dude. There's a lot of guys wearing, wearing a... clothes underneath other clothes that he does yeah, this just, a lot. Being driven around at 120 miles an hour in a sports car, wearing a totally sodden polo shirt and just dripping into the upholstery is such an else. unpleasant vibe. <laughs> there's yeah. something else. I'm sure you have the drop for this because everyone clocked it. But he complains about the way like the the wetsuit looks on him to Felix Leiter who is gay in this one, who says... Yeah, because he's fucking yeah, gay. Yeah, Felix goes, on you, oh. everything looks good. And I just yeah. like wrote in my notes, gay. Looks good. Gay, homosexual. I'm just, I'm just going to set that to loop for the rest of the episode. On you, everything looks good. When, when will now, Bond... You'll be working with the CIA, Bond. The thing is, they're gay. <laughs> when will Bond see what he has right in front of him? Mm. Yeah, and he like tenderly caresses Bond, and he straps a gigantic propane tank onto Bond's back. <laughs> and this thing, this is what I want to do the episode art, not Bond uh, yeah. fucking sucking feet. I want to see the, the, the thing where, where Bond arrives, right, where Bond arrives on the scene of this underwater battle, spraying behind him a jet of like yellow piss. <laughs> Yeah, it is very strange. I don't know what it's supposed to be. <laughs> they love like jetpacks in this. Yeah, he's got yeah, the yeah. air jetpack, he's got the water jetpack. Like, there's a bunch of guys on like fucking underwater 60s ski do fucking un like scuba limousines. Yeah, 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 and they all make this like noise. It's really cool. Yeah. But like shooting each other with harpoons. Yeah. Everyone who gets shot with a harpoon immediately grabs onto it and goes, oh, yeah, every, go. pe people get like stabbed, people get their yeah. airlines cut. But at the same uh, time a, it goes on yeah. far too long. I was like, yeah, yeah there's infinite mean, it's, guys. It's cool, yeah. right? But like I'm still not over the bond is being propelled onto the scene by the jet of piss. Apparently this was green dye and like the way they shot it it turned out yellow, but I'm I don't know why green is better. Why would you have any dye at all? Anyway. What's extremely yeah. funny is that like at like minute 7 of this fight scene, like the the, the camera guy is just filming like Interesting looking underwater animals at that point. Like he'd given yeah, up just entirely. like a eel yeah. that goes past. Like every so often has just shot them like a lobster or some shit. <laughs> 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 the camera guy's mm. bored as hell of this. <laughs> 
Those are all CIA operatives. <laughs> we are we are making it sound a lot more exciting than it really is. Listening yeah, to like 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 as you um, said. Anyway, at the, the top, the, the gay YouTube marines they get one of the bombs back, and then we're on to the boat because uh, the the villain's trying to get away on his yacht. Yeah. Oh, I, f- I fucking forgot. I forgot yeah, a bit, which we'll is that bit. he captures he captures Domino. Yes, uh, she's she's trying to do the spying. He immediately catches her, and then he's like. Because I'm Italian, I'm gonna do. I'm obviously a sexual sadist. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna torture you. But his his idea of torture is he holds up a cigar and a bunch of ice cubes, <laughs> and and then says, "This for heat, these for cold. Applied scientifically and slowly, very very slowly." And it's just like what, dude. Alice is like Largo DM me. Threaten <laughs> me with a good time, why don't you? No, this is this is vanilla shit. Ice cubes. Come Ice on. Cubes? Yeah. It's not even cold, man. Get some fucking Baby salt. shit. Yes. Some right? salt with the ice cubes, dude. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> also, like, there, okay, we we didn't mention him ages ago, but it's somewhat the, the nerd dude. That down, there's though. a nerd guy. Like, there's a dweeb yeah, on board whose name yeah. is, and I wrote Kutza. this down. Morvan just Kutzer. Kutzer. His name is Ladislav he's, Kutzer. He's the cuck. That's his role. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's Ladislav he's, Kutzer. <laughs> what a name. Ladislav Kutzer, genuinely. He's the nice guy. He's 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 a Polish nuclear scientist who's like been employed to like arm these bombs and he's being paid however many Nobel prizes worth of 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 money for it. Yeah, so uh, but like he sees Domino being tortured and he's like, "Yo, I don't feel okay with this actually." Um, he overhears it and he like busts into the room like he's gonna do something. He's <laughs> calling out his mates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he opens up exactly. He's like, uh, like Largo, mate. That's not very cool, actually. <laughs> I think you're sort of promoting a kind of unsafe work environment <laughs> within Spectre, and like I'm behind what we do, but I really think you should put more thought into the way you treat the women you work with. <laughs> so as as soon as Largo is out of the room, he just like frees her immediately, and he's like, "Yo, mm. can you put in a good word?" for me with the CIA. I threw the arming device into the sea, so the bombs are just useless now. Um, yeah. It's like, cool. Okay, thanks, King. Um, yeah, and also, they're on this boat, which fully looks like one of those like tourist boats you get on the river in a big city. Yeah. It should be it, full of like fat Americans with DSLR doing, cameras. Doing donuts in, in commemoration of Captain Tom. We should maybe talk about the yeah. Disco Volante, because it's supposed to be like iconic Disco Volante, simply Italian for flying saucer. It, so. it rules that like mm. all of the crew guys have t-shirts with MY motor yacht Disco Volante on them. Yes, I knew you'd pick up on that. I would like that shirt, yeah. I think it's very cool. It's like having a shirt that just says henchman on it, mm. which, which I would also yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, do you think we would yeah, get... i kill James Bond merch. Do, do you think we'd get sued if we made Disco Volante shirts? Probably. Almost anyway. certainly. Um, yeah, but the Disco Volante... If it's just Italian for flying saucer, how can they? Yeah. The Disco Volante has a party trick, which is... And it really did this. This was a practical effect. The front half of the boat turns into a fucking like hydrofoil, and it separates from the back. So the Navy are chasing them down, and he just l- leaves the back half of his boat behind to shoot at them. And when we say the Navy, it's like fully a fucking destroyer. <laughs> It's yeah, just, uh, a, a, HMS Rothsay. It's like uh, a is, massive yeah. fucking warship is just shooting at this like back half of a yacht. 
with the, like two <laughs> which guns is just, on which it. Which is not moving. It's just sitting there. Yeah. The front half of the yacht yeah. had everyone on it who could act. Because the back half of the yacht has <laughs> a bunch of extras on, and it, like the the yacht is on fire, and then one guy just like saunters casually to the back and just completely <laughs> belly flops off it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff of like a single bullet strikes the back half of the yacht, and a guy like jumps off the <laughs> yeah, side yeah, yeah. as though he's been thrown by an explosion. Yeah. It gets it gets blown up after a while, but like there's also like a ton of dummies on there as well. That's very mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. It's a fun time. Uh, so meanwhile, B- Bond has like clambered aboard this fast front part of the boat, the hydrofoil. Largo's on it, Domino's on it, and this mm. Polish dude, Kutzer, is on it. Um, and so it, th- there's then a fight on the bridge, which is great, because the captain's hat gets knocked off three times. That's how well it's edited. I counted this. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he keep putting the hat back on? He's like, no, I'm the captain. How do they know who's captain? Uh, Bond- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's wearing the hat is captain. Yes, different guys keep picking it up and be like, ah. Bond is like throwing chairs at people. And then, like, Largo, Largo mm. owns him, to be honest. Largo kicks his ass. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a point. Largo's pretty, yeah. pretty strong for a guy his age. There's a point where a guy like yeah. holding some fucking champagne <laughs> just comes up the stairs and then immediately gets his dick kicked in. Yeah, not quite sure. Like, now's not the time. I didn't fucking order this. He's just like coming up. He's like, hey, what's up? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I brought this for yeah. aftercare for you and Domino. Yeah, no. Um. So, yeah, yeah no. There's a weirdly lengthy section where Bond just like for ages slams a guy's head in a door. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, like just right like way like longer than necessary. That. <laughs> <laughs> he does it like four or five times. He's hitting him in the shoulders every <laughs> single time. And he's like, hang on, hang on, wait, hang on. Sorry. I- and it's one of those, it's one of the henchman guys who's like wearing a disco Volante t shirt. And he like does not pose any threat to Bond at all. He's not even a big guy, but Bond is just beating the absolute shit out of him. Bond's just going absolute yeah. apeshit. He's just Bond everyone. goes sicko mode in this fight. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> there's like two, there's like five guys in there. <laughs> yeah. So Largo's Largo's about to kill him. Largo beats him, and at the last second, Domino shoots him in the back with a harpoon gun, and he gets to do the thing of like grabbing onto the harpoon and going, oh, um, and he fucking dies. But he dies in, in a really inconvenient way because he wedges the controls with his like in- incredibly large body. And so they can't turn it, they can't move him. And you get a bunch of accelerated shots of the boat going in and out of like. Oh, yeah, rocks. so like fast forward. Oh. God, this footage yeah. is so fast. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you have no idea. Three times speed. It's the same five second piece of footage yeah. they use it at least three times. No boat has ever traveled that fast. Yeah, it's like Lake yeah. Windermere shit. Like fucking, like a boat traveling at 200 miles yeah, yeah, an yeah. hour. Yeah. Uh, Largo also he confirms like during the scene he's like yeah we've got one of the bombs on board still we're still fine we're still fine mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the, then the ship yeah. explodes and I'm like is that is that the second nuclear device no. Bond has set off in the Caribbean they throw everyone jumps off uh, Bond and Domino whose hair and makeup looks great for someone who's been underwater mm. and tortured by the way mm. and they throw off the cock Polish yeah. guy uh, who then yeah, just he, disappears he, from the film? He, would, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah he just gets abandoned. Cock because he's just dead. in the last scene. He is yeah. like allowed to die. 
Uh, he's like, but I can't swim. And then Bond's like, there's no better time to learn. And just hands him a fucking ring. Yeah. yeah. And like shoves him. And then we never yeah. see him again. The, the, that guy died. He's just, he's just been abandoned. <laughs> yeah, that guy died in real life. Yeah. No, so, like, <laughs> incidentally, as, as part of the special effects for this, the pyro guy gave the director a bunch of experimental rocket fuel to fucking blow up the boat. But he didn't say, hey, only use a bit of this. And so the director just fucking went around with a gas can full of this, just sloshing it around, and then lit it and ran. And the explosion blew out windows in Nassau. Holy shit. It's like a record-breaking It's genuinely like it's fitting for the name of the movie, because it fucking goes up, right? Yeah. Um... It's genuinely the biggest explosion that had ever been in a film yeah. at that point. Like it was the incredible. But as a consequence, it looks ridiculous it because the boat kind of lightly grazes the shore and then just like absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. goes. <laughs> so wow, Italian Which leads engineering me to work. Yeah. That that's the nuke going off. Like that's all that yeah. leads me to. So b- Bond, Bond, and uh, Domino end up in classic fashion on a life raft. And then uh, we we see because this bec- okay this bit mm. fucking sent me like I like when this well who was like excuse me this was a real strategy that was used by the coast guard at the time we got to talk about a guy called George Rashon George Rashon was a U.S. Air Force guy oh. um and he like he was there in with the U.S. military he was the guy who got them the clearance to fly over Fort Knox he was the guy who got them the jetpack he appears as an RAF officer in this movie um in goldfinger in fact then the accent was the same yeah that's true there, there was like there's a sign on the base at fort knox in goldfinger that's like general rashan commanding because like they you know as, as a as an easter Aww. egg as thanks for him um but like yeah no one of the things that that he got to do in this movie was he got them a fulton skyhook system which was developed for the fucking cia <laughs> And if you've played Metal Gear Solid 5, you know what it is. But the idea is you attach yourself to a balloon on a cable, you send that balloon up in the air, and then... Pennywise, the CIA operative. (laughs) A plane with a giant fucking Mm. fork on the front of it catches that balloon cable and they winch you in behind the plane. So you can just have to... You can get into a cargo plane that's flying without without having to land. And they they actually you know they this was a real thing and they used it. I think for they this did movie. it like once or twice. It sounds yeah. really safe. That's the first thing that strikes me about it. Oh, a hundred percent. Sounds like a great idea. And also, like it picks Bond up. He's strapped into it, but Domino isn't. She's just like <laughs> hanging on to him. Yeah, he's just holding her. <laughs> yeah, she is fully just gonna fall and like hit the water and lose all of her skin. Domino's yeah, gone. Yeah, that's no, what they so- call a degloving yeah. injury. Ooh. So, uh, so that's. I mean, that's the movie, right? It's the movie. What did we make of this mm. film? What did we think? I think right. My my take was that it's it's easily the gayest of the Bond movies so true, far. True. But the, 100%. The, the interesting thing about the homosexual subtext is it's completely unintentional, except for where they wanted to be threatening with it. Like, there's a bunch of shit that happens in it that's gay as hell, but they're clearly like. I knew everything looks good. It's clearly just like dudes <laughs> hanging out to the guys mm-hmm. who wrote it. And then everything yeah, that they Let me show you my like... shark pool, Mr. Bond. <laughs> yeah, he just hangs out with Larko for ages. <laughs> Join me. <laughs> he just sort of hangs out with him. And it's cool. It's great. There's, a, there's also a point where he dances with Largo's partner, um, mm-hmm. niece, mm-hmm. quote unquote. I don't remember what the character that was. Yeah. And, and 
Largo comes over to like sort of break that up and Bond's like, oh, your, your, your niece is very good at dancing. And Largo goes, ah, let me show you I'm as good at losing as you are at winning. But I wanted it to just cut off there and be like, yeah, let me show you I'm as good. And then they fucking yeah. <laughs> dance. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this film that's kind of like adult baby shit. Like mm. uh, the guy's got a girlfriend who's pretending to be his niece. Yeah. There's like mm. a Bond is wearing all the weird like baby grow shit at various points. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. Bond has no kind of drip throughout this entire fucking movie. He looks horrendous that is true. all yeah. the time. The one thing that haunts me from this movie... Of course, Vargas does not drink, does not smoke, does not make love. What the fuck does Vargas do? He gets shot with a harpoon yeah. and dies. Yeah. What does he do? Because they're like, they're clearly trying to set it up for something. He can only not. And Vargas doesn't have a line. <laughs> it's like, I feel like we're being led into an in-joke here that we don't know the context for. It's like, yo, you seen this Vargas guy? He, uh, he doesn't make love, if you know what I mean. He just really loves pancakes. <laughs> like he just has like thing. model trains or some shit. Like, what does Largo do? Yeah, it's like <laughs> hearing Vargas the back do? half of a Milo story about a guy that you met in Russia. <laughs> Vargas is like, look, I have a life when I'm not working for Spectre, you know, I just choose not to talk about it at the office because I'm a professional. Vargas is the Bergheim piss guy. Uh, Vargas, he does not fuck. He does not come. He t- Vargas turns around and he says, the stand of the birds in here is fucking atrocious. <laughs> Vargas has one love and it's cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> we have a science-based system on this podcast. That is true. Oh, yeah, um, we do. We have our patented scum system. Uh, we rate the films out of 007 on smarm, cultural insensitivity, unprovoked violence, and misogyny. So what do we think on this one for smarm? I'm tempted to give it a full 7 out of 7. Yeah, I went Because there's some six. lines like, I think he got the point. Uh, oh, a yeah, number of other, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My partner, she's just dead. <laughs> yeah, yes, fucking yeah. Oh, he has oh, no so that's banter. not even a pun. No banter <laughs> no. at all throughout this entire movie. No, seven, shit banter, six. shit outfits, 7. Seven. 7 out of yeah. 7. Cultural insensitivity. Once again, uh, we're on a crown colony, and the only yep. black people yeah. are servants. So and we got to like, talk about. I feel that. like that was just an accurate representation, probably, of what the Bahamas was like. Certainly. So I kind of, I feel like you can't pin that on the film. You can pin that on the British government. It, make, it <laughs> makes all Italians very horny, but again, that's just accuracy in media. So we're, we're not concerned mm-hmm. with that. I, uh, the the most offensive thing to me is that. Um, the fucking Emilio refugee Lago. charity no. is pretty mm-hmm. culturally insensitive. To if me, you ask me, Adolfo Celli. Well, not against the particular culture. Adolfo mm, Celli had a very mm. strong Sicilian accent, so they dubbed him all the time. And to me, that Sucks. is deeply offensive. <laughs> very funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it to Italians. Oh, you want to see my it's shark cool. paw? Hey, pal. Well, like, we've had it with Yo. We've been taking a lot of flack for having uh, ridiculous <laughs> racist accents, so uh, we're not going to let anyone who sounds foreign speak. Imagine, imagining the... this line in a highly Sicilian accent. Of course, Vargas does not drink, <laughs> does not smoke, does not make love. Hey, it does not drink, it does not <laughs> fuck. Hey, Vargas, the thing about Vargas, he does not fuck, he does not come. There's a very stereotypical black guy in the parade who's just like drunk. Mm-hmm. On rum, so I want to give it a few points for that. How do yeah. we feel about like a four, three or four? I'd go three. I'd say three. I'm happy to pull yeah. three. Yep. Yeah, it's quite low. I would say yeah. Uh, okay, uh, which leaves us with unprovoked violence. Now, I mean, he very, did, very little. I think he did murder Volp. Mm. Like he did murder 
Yonavolpe. Yeah, I suppose that was provoked. He sort of had yeah, a choice that, it was like of someone else murdered go. her in the course of trying to murder him. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like almost self-defense, kind of. I want to give it a couple of points for unprovoked violence against sea animals. Yeah, they did kill two sharks. That's actually yeah, a good point. Yeah, that's true. I think we can go for Three. like a t- two? Three? Three? Don't, don't worry, those sharks were Italian. Uh, <laughs> one for each shark. They, yeah, they had to dump those sharks. Fuck. God damn it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, and finally, misogyny. Oh, it's high. It's got to be high. Probably. I mean, we've got yeah. another rape. Now, yeah. the discussion. Yeah. You do get a bit of trans representation at the that start, is true. though. That <laughs> not, is not true. Great repre- <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel very represented by this, actually. <laughs> the discussion we had, maybe not by us, um, is is the rape at the start. The, the, hmm. the Now... So far, we've had we've had two rapes on screen um, in in this James Bond series. We've had the last one of of Pussy Galore, which is mm. shown mm-hmm. within the the fiction of the show itself to be literally the one thing that Bond did right through the entire yep. like, mm-hmm. which is pretty bad. When you introduce a character that you're calling Pussy Galore, it's always shocking when uh, her portrayal is not entirely <laughs> feminist coherent. She's supposed to be a lesbian, isn't it? So there's a yeah. there's a corrective rape there that is shown to be like. I just wonder where fuck I didn't know she was supposed to be. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, she's a lesbian. It's <laughs> like introducing. Who will call say what sort of names do lesbians have? Pussy galore. It's like introducing a gay guy and calling him Dick Suckington. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the rape in this Mufti one. Mufti divers, the lesbian. <laughs> um, I'm trying to Pussy galore and her muff divers. Fuck. <laughs> and then then there's the. Sensitive. Then there's the rape in this one, which is not shown to be like important to the plot at all. It's no, sort it's of an, an incidental. And I rape. don't know which one is worse in terms of its portrayal, like the one that's Ooh. necessary to the plot or the one that is insignificant. I, think, I, to the I, plot. I don't think you can draw a distinction, really. Exactly. I think they're both different kinds of like all consuming misogyny. It's got to be a seven out of seven. I think it's a seven out of seven. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Justice, justice for sharks. Yep. Justice for Sharks. It gives it a total score of 20, which means it's not as bad as Goldfinger, but it's definitely our second worst so far. Well, that sounds about right. That fits in with the 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 sort of like thing that we've we've been doing so far. Well, well, this movie is supposed to be like the best one. Yeah, although I have to say this was my least favorite of the films so far. I it found drags. it like quite it's really boring. Yeah, I've had a lot more fun recapping one. it than Yeah, Milo, thank you thank you for coming on to watch a, a very Uninteresting film <laughs> for our comedy podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, we I'm gunning to come back for a Roger Moore at oh, some point. Yeah, 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 100%. Those are the fun ones. Yeah, yeah. we needed we're, the we're still, to make this we're, fun. We're working, we're working our way through the sort of, we're grimly progressing through the Sean Connery era, but like once we hit Roger Moore, that's going to be full camp, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, fuck Scuba Space. Yeah, yeah. Moonraker Yo, is going to be fuck Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, come back and rake some fucking yeah. moves. Do we have do we have any closing thoughts about Thunderball or indeed James Bond as well, a whole? The thing about Thunderball is that it's the most financially successful Bond film until Skyfall. Christ, is like it? this is the really? one of every single discussion between like who's the best Bond villain. Obviously, Blofeld goes to number one easily because these people are dumb. But the second place no, is constant. always up up and down between Largo or Goldfinger. And we've we've huh. now seen the two 
that are supposed to be the second best villains after Blofeld. So it's not going to go well for us, I don't think. Oh yeah, the newer, the newer films, the villains do all kind of suck. Yeah. Like, even like, I really like the Brosnan films, but the villains all suck. <laughs> I mean, no, I, mean, I will like, defend 006 until... We'll get there. We'll get there. As, as no we're up Goldfinger's to... definitely yeah. like yeah, Goldfinger's Goldfinger mm-hmm. definitely better than Largo. Yeah. So Oh yeah. Goldfinger's got the fits. Just, just the, the plot of this film just baffled me. I mean, insofar as it really had a plot, but just like the whole thing, like all the underwater stuff was so unnecessary. Mm. Like actually the bombs were just like on a boat the whole time. So like why well like like all of the stuff with the scuba diving was just like we just want to put scuba diving in. Yeah, this yeah. is love scuba diving. I mean and it's like we basically sports. know that these bombs are on this guy's yacht, but we're gonna go through all this unnecessary insta- interstitial like dudes hanging out, <laughs> some fucking some like other random shit. There's a gay guy, we're gonna murder a shark, and then we're gonna do a load of scuba diving, only ultimately so that James Bond can get on a yacht and ascertain that the bombs have been disabled by this random Polish guy. <laughs> Yeah. It was never mentioned again. Yeah, so the entire thing was pointless. They keep cutting back to scenes with the fucking home secretary and M who are going, any more news from Bond? No, nothing. Nope. Like, it's like, Bond, you could just call this in, man. Like, I've, you've got probable cause to He's search probably the shagging. fucking boat, at very least. Yeah. Mm. And also, like, it's like you said earlier on, Abby, like, this was probably the sickest shit anyone had ever seen in 1965 mm. because yeah. of all the underwater shots, mm. but I don't give a fuck about anything that's underwater, so this this was nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing Anything I care underwater about is fundamentally there. unserious. No, no, not interested. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a matter. word for that, and the word is... Hauntology. Hauntology. That's right. That's right. Now, that only leaves me to say that we have a Patreon... You can give us mm. money. You can listen to bonus episodes. And our next one, we're going to do a fucking Q&A. But yeah, Milo. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I have so many things to plug. I mean, if you if you listen to this podcast, you probably already know about Trash Future. If not, maybe check that out. What if a Swedish man was Italian? Who knows? Yeah. But especially, please check out uh, Masters of Our Domain. It's a podcast that me and Phoebe Roy do where uh, it's a similar format to Kill James Bond, but Seinfeld. Uh, we watch Seinfeld. We endeavor. Where it differs from Kill James Bond is that we discuss Seinfeld so much less <laughs> than, yeah. than you discuss James Bond. Um, I think you've got a special and, guest coming up on on the next episode. Yeah, we it? we have actually every single cast member of Kill James Bond has now been That's on. That's right. Masters of Our Domain. So uh, check that out. Yeah, by, yeah. by the time this episode comes out, all of those will be up as well. I'm. I'm almost certain because this is two uh, weeks yeah, from yeah. now. This comes out. Hell yeah! yeah Ab- Abby's will have come out the previous Monday. So Hell yeah! Go and check those yeah. out. Che- check that out. Check out Trash Future. Check out Masters of Our Domain. Check out our Patreon. You can give us money as well. You should do that. You definitely should um, do that. Yeah. And thanks again for watching. And we will be back with James Bond will be returning brackets Japanese with. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you don't know you what it fucking is. Oh. You only live twice. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Hey, all. Devon here again. How's your week been? Oh, you know, I've been alright. Same old, same old. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Kill James Bond will return in two weeks' time with You Only Live Twice. But if that is simply too long to wait, we do have a Patreon where we upload bonus episodes on those interstitial weeks. That's patreon.com slash killjamesbond, all one word. 
Special thanks to our £15 and above patrons, and those are Jack Holmes, Paint McCalla, Timothy Pajorni, Jack Bushel, Larry Kins, Belaith, Amanda Rogda, Kentucky Fried Commie, Josh Simmons, Alfredo, Danny, and Elizabeth Cox. This has been Kill James Bond with Devon, Abby, and Alice. Our producer is Nate Bethay, and our podcast art is by Matt Lubchansky. See you next time. <laughs>